this is the Weldy Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Luke. Through our website and this podcast, we're seeking to connect with what worldly wellbeing means. And by listening today, you're joining us. Today, we are discussing that most dreaded of words, lockdown. But actually, what we've been finding really joyful and really inspiring during this period, the things that have motivated us and inspired us to learn something new and to engage with something that we've never done before. So, Holly, tell me a little bit about your wine connoisseuring. So rather than just drink wine every week during lockdown, I decided that I would actually learn something about wine and do some wine tasting. I thought it would be a good way to expand my knowledge on something that I enjoy drinking, to be honest. And what about you, Luke? Well, for me, I have decided to become one of those really awful, pretentious people that likes to think they're a yogi. And about two weeks into the lockdown period, I came across yoga with Adrian and I was an immediate convert to the ways and teachings of Guru Adrian, uh, much to my husband's disgust. But it, all joking aside, I've loved it. I've loved the, the space that it's given me to think, to find some peace, to look after my body a little bit more. I'm usually a keen runner. Uh, and I've not always been so great with stretching and actually looking after myself before and after a run. So actually spending some time nurturing my body and it doing it not to, as a kind of get toned and must be in shape thing, but actually I'm mindfully looking after myself has been really powerful, particularly when I've not been able to go outside or see friends or do any of the other things I would normally do that would look after my mental health. This has been a really intuitive way to get back in touch with myself a little bit. I love that. I've also tried to tap in a little bit to some yoga. I can't say I throw myself full in. I try to down dog every now and then, but I've probably been tempted to sniff my wine aromas instead. Um <laughs> Maybe there needs to be a yoga move where you combine, there must be someone somewhere must have created like yoga with wine or yoga with whatever your drink of choice is. You know, you don't have to have a drink of wine. It could be a green tea or whatever. And you're down with dog in and then you take a sip of your beverage. Well, do you know what the process of wine tasting in many ways, you don't need the flexibility of body but it is about engaging your body in a certain way because you do need to engage your senses well and talk to us a little bit about that then because when I did um and we mentioned this in one of our podcasts before we, we talked a little bit about wine tasting and it was actually a really foreign alien experience for me to start thinking about what does this smell like other than it smells like wine so talk to us about that process of engaging your senses so I think the key thing I've learned about wine tasting is not just to think about it as this liquid in the glass. It's about where has it come from. So knowing its origins, we know that if it's from a grape by the sea, it's going to give it a minerality. There's going to be a sense of salinity because that's where it's grown up. So it's going to smell like the sea. You're not going to sniff salt. And this is where it takes a bit of patience, like yoga. It takes practice as well. In the beginning, I'll be honest, I was sniffing wine and thinking, oh, this smells like wine. But then practicing and having a little bit more time in taking these deep breaths and then thinking and about expectation. So I will read up about my wine first so I know where it's come from, perhaps the process. So I'm going to get my senses ready to expect certain aromas. 
this is also the same for taste as well. Knowing what kind of grape it is. So it might be that this is a, a small white grape that is known for its acidity. So I'm going to expect sort of uh, citrusy fruit tastes. Or it might be a big, luscious red grape. And I'm going to expect some really juicy, dark fruit flavours. Oh, I'm already, I'm loving that image of a big, luscious red grape. Oh, I know. And actually, something I really love that I've learned, kind of contradictory to what you'd expect, is that the ideal soil for vines for growing grapes is poor quality soil. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, because if they have a nutrient-rich soil, it means that the vines can produce lots of lush grapes, but these are going to be less flavourful because there's lots of them. So if they're grown in like poor quality soil, it means that they sort of have to work harder to make some grapes, but those grapes are going to have the right density of flavour and quality to make wine. It's a perfect analogy for lockdown and for life, really, isn't it? That actually, even in those times of hardship and those times of difficulty, that's often when we see the most, the, the really good quality fruit grown. And I think what you were talking a little bit about as well, like the need to practice and refine your palate, refine your sense of smell, gain some knowledge. I've really noticed that over the last two and a half, three months of practicing yoga, that I've had to really refine those moves and what I couldn't do to begin with has become much easier and therefore I can start doing more complicated things and that like engaging my core or you know a certain type of move or whatever has become much more familiar to me when at the beginning I didn't have a clue I literally knew about downward dog and that was it but these this process of doing it daily sometimes twice daily um, combined with maybe some other exercise or a meditation practice and this sounds really holy it's really not but like this sense of actually I've, I've put the time in and really started to see the benefits. But it's not just the process of from three months ago to now, but also in the course of spending 30 minutes on the mat, I will notice that at the beginning, I can't get my feet flat on the ground when I'm downward dogging. But by the end, I can. And just that encouraging your body to respond, to react um, and to to lean into that movement in not a dissimilar way that you you were talking about encouraging your body to react and lean into the process of wine tasting. Mm, I think there's something really powerful about the physicality of a new skill as well, because we're both working on languages as well, which is really great for engaging your mind. But there's something very therapeutic to see your body adapting and to and to put your energy into your body as well yeah because I think I really valued attempting to to learn a new language to start that process with a complicated language like Japanese where I talk a little bit more about this in my blog where you have to go right back to the beginning and you are learning an entirely new way of writing and that really is mentally stimulating and also there's a whole load of other things that go on there about learning about new culture and the way and practice of being but there's something about the physical response of something like yoga where you're not even really supposed to be thinking about what you're doing. Your body should be doing the thinking for you. You need to lean into that and go with what feels good in that moment. The yoga with Adrian community talks about that, find what feels good moment, or as Adrian calls them, the yummy moments. And I can like mentally see my husband rolling his eyes at these points. <laughs> but like that, that sense of what well, does this feel good to me right now? What's my body saying? And if it doesn't feel good, 
don't do it to yourself. Don't put yourself through pain and suffering if you don't need to. Like, really live in your body and feel good in your body. And I guess the wine tasting does that too. It's just in a, in a different way. And neither are neither's better than the other. We need these different facets of experience to make living worthwhile. Certainly for you and for myself, you get a new sense of awe and appreciation for your body. Now I realise... My nose doesn't just tell me, "Mm, smells good, smells bad. It's picking up on other little smells. And actually, different areas of my tongue, I now realise, can sense different flavours. So I feel like we've maybe developed a more respect or appreciation for our bodies. Something I'm interested in, Luke, is how do you think your perspective of a yogi or someone who practices yoga daily, how has that changed now you've become part of that. I certainly know from myself, thinking about my previous attitude towards wine, as anyone else who's been brought up in the British university system will understand, wine, when we were younger, was really the posh way of getting drunk. It then became something I didn't quite connect with. I thought, oh, these people are using posh words. I didn't quite understand the flowery language that was being used around wine drinking. It was something I liked to play at, but I really had no idea. And now having been through the process of learning, I feel like I could connect with that and it makes more sense. And I don't sound like a poncy wine connoisseur, do I? No, not at all. Um, I think that's a really useful reflection because when I look back at how I perhaps perceived yogis or people who partake in yoga or any any kind of of the quote-unquote mindfulness stuff it's always been slightly loaded with that tone and that's because I was in I was from the outside looking in and I didn't really get it I didn't try it um and I think we're all capable of judging something before we fully try it ourselves and I think what this experience has taught me is to just be open to learning I could have done it for a week and hated it and never gone back to it you've mentioned about yoga that you're dipping in and out of it but it's not massively for you you found some benefits occasionally but you're not doing a daily practice and that's just a valid response as someone like me who's turned around and said actually this potentially has the power to be really transformative in my life uh the both responses are valid and I think so now what I've learned is to perhaps take a pause before I immediately rush in and say no that's right or that's wrong but also take a pause to look after myself a little more. So I guess the big question is, what are our next skills going to be? What are we going to delve into next? That could be one of the problems with this ongoing lockdown situation in that you feel like you constantly have to be achieving something. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you haven't ticked 20 things off of your list that day, have you really done a day in lockdown? I really think the obvious answer is here is, as you said, let's combine yoga and wine. I think there is a real, I mean, I'm probably going to Google this later and realise that someone has already done this, but yoga and wine, yoga and chocolate, I'd love to, you know, someone offer me some kind of chocolate situation when I've, you know, performed a particularly strenuous pigeon. You could suck a lump of chocolate as you do a warrior pose. You can see I've got a very limited knowledge. I know about pigeon, warrior, downward dog. Is there an upward dog? Uh, yeah, cobra. Yeah, cobra. So yeah, I think there is endless scope to fully open ourselves up to exploring new things. And we're taking a lighthearted approach to this, but actually acknowledging that why not combine things and do things that really that that bring you life, that that offer balance, and that not to say that I have to become the purest of pure yogis and only ever drink 
mountain dew but actually i can do my yoga practice i can go for a run and i can enjoy some chocolate or a glass of wine or, or whatever it is that brings another level of joy into your life why not is all i can say we'd love to hear a little bit about your lockdown experiences what have you found really beneficial what have you found challenging what would you say that you would never ever ever do again so do comment via the website and on our blogs we are reflecting a little bit more about this on our instagram pages as well so that's roam away from home blog and locomotion luca and of course subscribe to our podcast comment in the review section as well give us a rating because this really helps us get known to other people as well And if you have taken up baking of any form during this time and would like to send us samples, we're very open to that. And do join us again for the Worldly Wellbeing podcast next week. Namaste. Namaste.